This is Drew Allen, your Millennial Minister of Truth. Just this March, an assistant principal at a Texas elementary school was charged and arrested with third-degree felony drug possession. A straw of cocaine was found in the employee restroom of William B. Travis Elementary School in Baytown, Texas. Ostensibly, that detail, cocaine found in the, in the employee restroom, served as an important detail in narrowing down the search. Boys in skirts may be able to identify as girls and gain access to girls' bathrooms to rape our daughters, but students haven't yet been granted the right to identify as teachers or administrators and use the employee restroom to snort coke. Not yet, anyway. The school notified district police upon discovering the illegal drug, and police conducted a sweep. Nearly a gram of cocaine was found in a vehicle of the assistant principal, Jessica Sanchez. Sanchez confessed, and she faces up to 10 years in prison if convicted. If only Sanchez had brought cocaine into the White House, the most important and protected building in America, we learned just today that the White House is a sanctuary for illegal drug possessors. On Sunday, cocaine was found on a small zipped bag in the residential library of the White House. At least that's what the hazmat team reported. And the dispatch from Sunday, the individual on the radio, very clearly reports that the substance was found in the library. I quote, listen. Gemini's results are new match found with a red bar, new match found in the library. That, too, was ostensibly an important detail in narrowing down the search for the culprit at the White House, no? Who has access to the residential library at the White House? At what times? How could cocaine have made it into the White House in the first place? You'd think this would be a national security concern, that identifying the culprit would be the highest priority for the Biden administration. After all, if someone could sneak cocaine into the White House, could the same person not sneak in, I don't know, anthrax? But almost immediately after we learned that cocaine had been found in the residential library, the media and the Biden White House began to change the story. It's a familiar occurrence with the Biden administration. It's almost always a dead giveaway that the Biden administration is trying to cover something up. On August 26, 2021, you may recall, 13 U.S. service members were murdered by two suicide bombers near the gates of Hamid Karzai International Airport in Kabul, Afghanistan. This was during Biden's botched withdrawal. Two days later, the Pentagon and Joe Biden proudly announced that they had killed two high-level ISIS-K planners in retaliation for the murders. Oddly, the same Biden administration, which was so proud to report on their revenge, refused to name the terrorists. At first, the administration, in fact, told us they'd killed one target. Then they claimed they killed two. Why couldn't he... Administration identify the targets because they were lying. It turns out the Biden administration had ordered a drone strike that killed 10 innocent Afghans, seven of which were children. No one was ever held accountable for that error. Why would they be? They work in the Biden administration. They're likely Democrats. There's never any repercussions for mistakes in this administration. John Kirby, of course, tells us today that the at withdrawal from Afghanistan was, was perfect. He didn't see any chaos. Whenever the Biden administration changes its story, you can be assured they're covering the story up. That we know from experience. In the case of the latest whodunit mystery of the Biden administration, the story has changed drastically just over the past few days. Apparently, the cocaine wasn't discovered in the residential library of the White House. 
The individual you heard reporting it live over the radio with your own ears, he was just lying for some unknown reason. Now the White House says the cocaine was found in a cubbyhole where visitors placed their prohibited belongings before going on a White House tour. Was the firefighter or first responder who reported the discovery of the cocaine in the library the culprit? Was he so coked out on the job that he couldn't tell the difference between a locker room and a library? Serious people would ask this question, of course. Why would a visitor leave a bag of cocaine in a cubby instead of sticking it in a shoe or a pants pocket? Why would this person bring it to the White House at all? The story we're being told doesn't make sense because it isn't true. If local law enforcement in Baytown, Texas could identify the culprit, surely the Secret Service, the best of the best, could identify the culprit who brought an illegal substance into the most heavily guarded building in the United States, where our president lives. But apparently not. Several days after cocaine was found in the White House, the media is already reporting that I quote, one official familiar with the investigation cautioned that the source of the drug was unlikely to be determined. This is the greatest and most mysterious whodunit since a porn tape of an attention whore named Kim K was mysteriously leaked to a porn site. Who could have leaked that? It certainly wasn't Kim K. Or since Nicole Brown, the ex-wife of O.J. Simpson, was stabbed to death in her Los Angeles home. It wasn't O.J. Simpson. The glove didn't fit. Remember, they couldn't find the the uh, the weapon, the murder weapon. Whoever did do this smuggled cocaine into the White House. They should write a book called If I Brought Cocaine Into the White House. If I Brought Cocaine Into the White House. That should settle this. They didn't do it. It's certainly implausible that the cocaine could have belonged to Hunter Biden, the recovering drug addict. I mean, 85% of addicts relapse within a year of treatment. Hunter Biden is obviously in the 15%, like he is in everything in, in life. He wouldn't relapse, of course. Did he ever stop doing drugs to begin with is more likely the question. But Biden's clean, right? Biden's clean. He just made a plea deal for tax evasion. He is a new man. Just watch Hunter Biden at the White House on July 4th. Look, you can see with your own eyes, he's clearly not doing a bump of cocaine in the presence of his father, wife, and kids. It's odd, though, that the Biden administration is downplaying this lapse in security. It's not like they found marijuana. They found cocaine. In March of 2021, the Biden administration announced that it had terminated five White House staffers over marijuana use. These employees weren't even doing bong hits with Snoop Dogg in the residential library. They were fired because background checks revealed previous marijuana use. And you can't have smoked marijuana and work at the White House. You can, however, bring cocaine in. So why the sudden nonchalance towards drugs at the White House? One thing we know, the Biden White House is not concerned about the cocaine in America's fortress. They've already admitted they don't, don't expect to find the culprit. It's not like this individual protested outside an abortion clinic or spoke up against transgenderism at a school board meeting. This person didn't attend a Trump rally after all. They just brought cocaine into the White House. Back in the summer of 2021, the FBI arrested Joseph Bolanos, a 69-year-old registered Democrat, because a neighbor had tipped them off that Bolanos had attended the Trump rally on January 6th. Bolanos was in his friend's hotel room at the JW Marriott, a 30-minute walk from the Capitol when the violence erupted. He, he wasn't a part of it. But the FBI arrested him anyway, just in case. 
It's bizarre what the Biden administration can solve and what the Biden administration cannot solve. While they can track down an innocent man like Bolanos and handcuff him, they can't seem to track down the individual responsible for planting the pipe bombs on January 6th. Nor can the FBI or Biden administration track down the members of Jane's Revenge, a pro-abortion domestic terrorist organization responsible for at least 17 attacks on pro-life organizations. There have been zero arrests, despite the organization Jane's Revenge claiming responsibility for at least 18 arson and vandalism attacks on crisis pregnancy centers and other faith-based organizations. The Biden administration seems to have a track record of failure to apprehend their own domestic terrorists. This administration isn't particularly skilled at solving mysteries. That's clear. They're only good at covering up mysteries. Remember, Biden bragged about threatening to withhold $1 billion in military aid to Ukraine if the Ukrainian president didn't fire Viktor Shokin, the lead prosecutor investigating Burisma, the Ukrainian energy company that paid his son $1 million per year. The obvious question, apart from him committing the crime they falsely accused Trump of committing, quid pro quo, was why he interfered. A trusted confidential human source used by the Obama administration has alleged that Biden was paid millions in exchange for getting the Ukrainian prosecutor fired. Well, that explains why he got involved. The accusation even matches Biden tax records, an unexplained payment of millions of dollars to one of Biden's many shell companies. But like the cocaine mystery, the Burisma mystery just can't be solved. Of course, it could be solved. We know Biden extorted a Burisma executive. But the Biden administration doesn't want to officially solve it. Solving the cocaine mystery would humiliate Joe Biden and bring his family additional shame. Solving the Burisma mystery would incriminate him. We'll likely never know who smuggled cocaine into the White House. Just like we'll never know definitively where COVID originated. Did it leak from a Wuhan lab that was creating coronaviruses with U.S. government funding? Or did it? Did some sap eat the wrong bat in his soup he bought at the wet market? Which one's more plausible? I don't know. We just can't be certain. Did a tourist leave his blow in a cubby in the West Wing of the White House before his tour? Or did it belong to the son of the President of the United States who has a drug addiction and filmed himself driving 172 miles per hour while smoking crack? Like all Biden mysteries, we'll just have to decide for ourselves. The Democrats are pissing on us and telling us it's raining. The economy is thriving. The border is secure. And that bag of cocaine, it definitely didn't belong to Hunter Biden.